Greetings and welcome to this, the first episode of All I Ask of You, an advice show dedicated to all of those musical theatre villains out there who just need a lending hand, someone that they can talk to, an open ear, and that is me, I am the open ear. To all of these villains, yes, it's me, the Phantom of the Opera, welcome to this, the inaugural episode of... All I ask of you, I suppose I have done that part. <laughs> oh, how I tickle my own funny bone. Welcome, I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for donating $5 a month to the show. Oh, yes, this is your special reward. This is your special prize. So sit back and enjoy. Listen to me dispense my wise wisdom. Jonathan, thank you for helping me uh, in this in this little endeavor of mine, this little creative project. Uh, now, I... I will ask you to read our first letter, will you? Are you fine with that? I, I mean, I, I guess that's fine. I, I didn't think I was going to be on mic. I sort of had to scramble here. You want me to, you want me to be on mic and you want me to read the letters? Yes, that's right, yes. I, I really do prefer to listen to the questions coming at me. I'm going to just be sort of sitting here rubbing my temples. Uh, sort of, I, I, can I take off my mask? I'm going to take off my mask. Oh, Oh, that feels good. Oh, the nice, cool air on my mask. And I'm just going to sit here with my eyes closed, and I'm going to be rubbing my temples to and fro. I just need to concentrate. It's a very meditative state that I go into, and I just want to take this seriously. Can you please help me? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Thank you, yeah. So, um, here's the first letter. Um, I haven't really given this a, a, a once-over, so I, I apologize if this cold read is not great. Oh, I'm sure it's fabulous. I can tell it's going to be. Stop denigrating yourself, my dear boy. That's my advice to you. Uh So, dear Phantom, I am a man in his early 30s who lives in a rural part of the country. There are few opportunities to socialize in my small town, and I've found myself becoming isolated with time. I do not possess what many would consider to be valuable traits. I'm not wealthy as I work the land and live in a small converted smokehouse. I am not what one would consider, quote, conventionally attractive, quote. I'm a very tall, large man, and while I have tried to be unashamed of my size, I can tell it's a source of intimidation for those around me. I'm also quite shy and find it hard to engage in casual small talk. As a result, I believe I've earned the reputation of being hard and unkind. Phantom, this is not how I wish to be perceived, and I have tried to improve my situation. I recently went out on a limb and asked someone to a box social dance. Unfortunately, she wound up going to the dance with another man after initially agreeing to go with me. I respected her decision, but the situation worsened when this man showed up at my house and suggested I hang myself in order to gain sympathy from our neighbors. It's important to note this man is one of the more popular figures in my small town. I'm still trying to process our bizarre interaction as it initially left me reeling. What can I do to improve my standing in a town that doesn't seem to care about me? I'm not sure if I'll ever have the resources to move to a more progressive city. Any advice you can give would be greatly appreciated. And uh, this letter is signed, Not Okay in Okay. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Oh, this letter... 
This is a real wop doodle of a dingler, I should say. It's really, oh, this I, this speaks to me. It really does. I feel for the letter writer to such a, a wild extent. Oh, yes, I do. So your number one priority, this is what I'm going to say right off the bat. Letter writer, not okay and okay. Your number one priority should be ensuring your own safety. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I get the sense you don't want to make waves in your small town. I get that. I, I, I do. But it may be time to do so. If you trust the police, and I have a very fraught relationship with authority, but if you trust the authority in your small town, go to them. I implore you, go to them. File a formal complaint against the man who visited you. His malicious intent is obvious to me. It's very obvious to me. And you deserve some form of protection. But again, I understand how going to the cops could make this stressful situation worse. So let's explore your other options. I know your financial options are limited right now, but I would suggest keeping my head down. And I I think you should start forming an exit strategy that allows you to get out of this town. It's great that you want to connect with people. I, I encourage you to not let that part of yourself wither. Give it, give it life, give it air, give it oxygen. But I don't think you should be concerned with connecting with these people, especially if they adore the guy who openly threatened you. Fuck that guy. Start saving money for a train ticket. Reach out to Anyone you may know who lives in a nearby town or city. It doesn't have to be someone you know intimately. Just casually reach out to them. Say, I need help. And get ready for a move because that should be on your agenda. Now, this is going to involve a lot of legwork, yes. And that may seem intimidating. But if you take small steps, one step at a time, you'll get out eventually and be all the better for it. Once you're not surrounded by people who aren't judging you for your size, your demeanor, or insisting that you kill yourself, for God's sake, I believe you will find the community you've been craving for so long. Despite your current environment, I I, I should say, reading this letter, hearing this letter, I I think that you sound reasonably well-adjusted and quite healthy, so keep that in mind as you plan for your future. If this man's comments about suicide have in any way caused you to consider suicide, if they have generated suicidal ideas, Remind yourself that you are a smart, conscientious, and hard-working person. That's more than enough. You have always been more than enough, letter writer, and you deserve to be treated well. Now, before I close this out, this response, I'd like to emphasize how the man who showed up at your house, he could very easily proved to be a danger to you. I don't, I get a very bad feeling from that interaction. If you do choose to file a complaint against him and he shows up at your home a second time, you should definitely call the cops. Don't open the door. Don't engage with this man. He is not a man who you should be engaging with on any level to any degree. Call the cops if he shows up at your door. He may be charming to others. He might have others fooled, but he hasn't fooled you. He has shown himself to you. And I think you and I agree that he is not to be trusted.
All right. So thank you very much. Oh, this this has been what a wonderful experience. Oh, this is so exhilarating for me. Giving advice. Oh, you know, for so long no one listened to me. I tried to reach out to people. I tried to tell them how they should run their lives, and now people are finally coming around. They're finally coming around. Oh, what a wonderful first episode of All I Ask of You. Thank you very much. Oh, I can hear you clapping. I can hear you clapping. Silence. We'll join each other next week for another episode of All. I ask of you, but first I must say thank you, Patty, in the booth. Thank you, John. This is a moment where you can say you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. There you go. Very, very, very good. Very good. Okay, and we'll see you next time. I don't really have a closing catchphrase like you, Jonathan. I don't have a little script and outro, as it will. And so I shall leave you with those famous words that were passed down to me by the hunchback of Notre Dame, which were, of course, See you next week. I must go. They'll wonder where I am. Wait for me round. Christine, I love.